This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk, and nothing in particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1, exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 18, episode number 3,998. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. Three Chance Smith. And my car. Room. On tap today, the return of Who Sucks Less. We will play Profile This. Plus headlines, Men's Room Shot of the Day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorites. TV time with Tick. Click, clack. Drink it and drunk. All right, here we go. Pizza delivery man shows up at a home with two models, exposing their bacon hangers. <laughs> Meanwhile, a man in Maine is arrested for the 12th time this year in downtown Bangor. College tuba player... Knocks out a rowdy fan in the stands. Man goes to uh, buy a truck, but that's when a deer jumps and lands. And a Georgia man shoots a mortar at a helicopter. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, let's just get to it. A woman in Florida, she went snorkeling and had a very snorkeling in Florida experience when a nine-foot alligator bit her face. Now, the good news is that's all it did. The gator apparently couldn't get a good grip of her bony forehead, so it let go and swam away. Now, meanwhile, in Australia, a man was attacked by a ten-and-a-half-foot saltwater crocodile. Now, in his case, it latched onto the man's foot, dragged him into the water. 
But he managed to survive. You know why? Because he's Australian. So he bit the crocodile on the eyeball. And believe it or not, it let him go. Now, it's too bad that robots don't have eyes to bite. And I say this because in South Korea, a robotics company employee was inspecting a robot used to move boxes at a warehouse. The robotic arm that lifts boxes, yeah, grabbed the employee instead and slammed him into a conveyor belt and crushed his face and chest. Things did not end well. But hey, the horror, it doesn't stop there. Oh, no. We go to India, where a woman's hair got trapped in a Ferris wheel. And the Ferris wheel kept spinning, lifted her 25 feet into the air before staff could finally stop the Ferris wheel, cut her hair, and get her back down to earth. Oh, and a man in Brazil got himself trapped in a traffic cone. Now, I know that's not scary. That's just stupid. But like people in the mouths of gators and the grip of robots and Ferris wheels, sometimes we find ourselves unexpectedly confined. And that's what we want to talk about today. Maybe you were trapped in your own car, Ryan Castle. Maybe you were trapped in an elevator, got your shoelace stuck in the escalator. Or like these people, maybe you find yourself on the jaws of a gator. But today, we want to know what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped. To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. Like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Hold the chills, away we go. Welcome to Season 18, Episode number 3,998. What a large and a charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future reaping only two shows away from Episode number 4,000. Get out of here. What a party that is going to be. This place is going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely one of the craziest shows you've ever heard in your life. So many surprise guests, I believe. Uh, Not to mention it's on a Friday, so you know we can really throw down. It's, yeah. it's one of those holidays that finally shows up on a Friday. Right. Surprise! <laughs> We're going to find out what those surprises are on Friday. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. A big show, though, for you today. The exciting return of Who Sucks Less. Steve, you bring us uh, three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck. I don't know how you find people doing bad things. Somehow you do, and they uh, you pit them up against each other. It's up to us to determine, out of the three stories, which one sucks the least. How are we looking this week? 
Uh, you can probably wrap your head around this. Uh, a lot of times, uh, major companies have to issue a very dumb statement saying, uh, we don't actually teach our employees to make these decisions. We apologize. So we have three of those types of storage. Well, companies you're very familiar with mm-hmm. who have screwed okay. up in, in unique ways. Yep. All right. Who Sucks Less is uh, is on the way. As we do every uh, Monday through Friday, lucky you, more Men's Room exclusively on the Odyssey app. Join us for the Men's Room Happy Hour in episode number 400. And uh, 92. Today we'll do some uh, picks and uh, and find out how we did last week as far mm-hmm. as the NFL season is concerned. I know what you're thinking. Why do you pick it on Wednesday? That's because we're on the air on Thursday mm-hmm. when the Thursday night game uh, starts. And who doesn't want to miss any of that Bears-Carolina Panther game? Is it Bears-Panthers? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, Either yeah, way. I don't think they flex Thursday. <laughs> we gotta, yeah, we got to make those picks tonight. No, you're right. The one thing with the NFL. God, you're right, Ted. So Thursday night football, they make it a point that all 32 teams show up on Thursday Night Football. What you'll find mm-hmm. they do a lot of times, though, is they don't try to waste your time with a good team taking on a bad team when they make the schedule. They knew the Bears in Carolina would suck, so they make it a point. Let's put two suck teams together, right? Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. I mean, that's really, honestly, how they do it. Men's Room Happy Hour. If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now. It's absolutely free. Search for the Men's Room. You're going to find everything there uh, Men's Room related. I know you did a new Mega Cast today. New The Podcast is out. Okay. Greatest Story Never Told podcast. Still there. Of course, we have a Men's Room radio (laughs) channel where we get to uh, curate our uh, our own radio station with some of our own favorite tunes. Check that bad boy out for an incredible variety of just about everything on the planet. Uh, What else do we have for you? Oh, the Weekly Best Of podcast is there, too, if you just want a little condensed version of uh, the best of from the week that was. It's really fun. Go lives on Thursdays and Fridays. That's Mm -hmm. right. That's right. At 1 o'clock. Uh, so all of that and more on the Odyssey app. So we'll see you coming up for the Men's Room Happy Hour. And today our question, what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped? And we'll start with this story. As passengers on a cruise ship were caught in a fierce storm in the Bay of Biscay on Saturday. Where's the Bay of Biscay? Is that it off is Australia? off the coast of uh, Spain, I believe. Spain. If I'm not mistaken. I was so close. It is in the Atlantic Ocean. If I'm... Oh, I was man, real close. Geography-wise, I am not the best, but I'm pretty sure it's in the I Atlantic. thought it was in the Caribbean. It might be in the Caribbean. That's what I said. We I all agree it's on planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. We got that. Oh, no. I think Miles is right. The Bay of Biscay, known in Spain as the Gulf of Biscay. Oh, Gulf of Biscay. Yeah. So, basically, they were so afraid, the passengers, they sent farewell messages to loved ones. Damn. CNN reports the Saga Cruise Spirit of Discovery ship cut short a 14-day cruise around the Canary Islands to return to England, trying to stay ahead of the bad weather. But it was hit by a storm off the west coast of France, which is notorious for rough weather. Around 100 passengers, 10% of the 1,000 people on board were injured when a safety system kicked in, causing the boat to suddenly lurch to the left and come to a stop. Passengers say the ship remained in that position for 15 terrifying hours. Oh, God. As the storm raged. The tone of the voice of the captain. You could tell he was physically scared, according to one passenger. (laughs) Everybody just relax, man. Relax, man. We'll be okay. The crew was crying. Come on, man. You can't. We had many passengers in an awful state of fear. Other passengers says furniture went flying. The ship's dining room became a makeshift medical area. Most of the injuries were minor, but five seriously injured people were hospitalized when the ship made it to Portsmouth on Monday. Passengers praised the crew for their handling of the emergency, but slammed the cruise line for the decision to rush from the Canaries into the storm. Uh, One person pointed out 
that uh, the tracking app showed there was no other passenger vesicle, uh, vessels in that area at all during the storm. Well, because there's like there's a storm. Yes. Uh, they say that uh, decisions were made on uh, bad advice from the ship's master and forecast from our marine meteorologist. A 68-year-old passenger from England was also injured when the ship lurched. He's bruised and sore and still wobbling. And uh, he, I guess when the ship listed, it listed worse than it normally did or supposed to in this yeah. instance. Uh, the cruise company, they said, behaved disgracefully, according to a passenger. Frankly, I don't give a flying fig about compensation. Did he actually say fig? She did. <laughs> nice. I, I just want Saga <laughs> to own the fact that they made the most appalling decisions possible. Appalling. Well, they were trapped on that for 15 hours in a storm, and it wasn't moving. So they were trapped. Ryan Castle, yeah. speaking of water and being on a boat. Yeah. You uh, are almost doing yeah, it. Exactly. You, you were trapped. Yeah, uh, just a week ago, right? I think uh, you guys uh, appreciate the story for for two reasons. One, um, it's bad for me. Yes, yes. Um, and two, I come out of it looking like an, a total idiot. I don't, both of those so, things together. Both of those things for you guys. Warming. I mean, that is pretty a win-win for this stuff, room yeah. and for a lot of people listening. Yeah. So we were on uh, is it Gwemis Island. It's like right off of Anacortes. Gwemis? Gwemis, yeah. I think right. it's, it's, you sound like Mike Tyson trying to say Gwemis. Right. Who's your favorite McDonald's oh, uh, character? Gwemis. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my wife and I went out there for the weekend, and uh, we were. It was a Monday last week. We were on our way back, and they have one of those little teeny tiny ferries, right? It's not the regular ferry. It's a little teeny tiny ferry that holds, I don't know, fifteen cars or something, right? right? You don't even get out of your car, uh, and the, the boat ride is is maybe five minutes. I mean, it's real, real close. Okay. So we're sitting in line for the ferry Monday morning. We're trying to get the eight thirty ferry. We are the second to last car that doesn't make it on the boat. Okay, fine, right? So we're sitting there. we got to wait another half hour for the next boat. So uh, turn off the car. Keep in mind, nearly brand new car. Like, it has less than, than 5,000 miles on it. If something you should know about uh, brand new cars, a lot of technology. Yes, they do. A lot of stuff going on in there. So I turn off the car and open my laptop, and I turn on the radio. I'm sitting listening to BJ and Migs. I got my laptop out, getting some work done. Not 10 minutes passes, and all of a sudden, my car starts to have a conniption fit. Like, it freaks the F out. Like, stuff starts turning on and off. Uh, I start getting weird notifications on the display, like, parking brake unavailable. What does that even mean? Right. right? Like, there was even a parking brake on this car that I knew about, right? right? I just found mine because Ted told me I had one. Oh, probably about a year. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at my car, Miles, I was like, Miles I'll be I got the, one. Miles and I have the same car. Mine's yeah. just, like, uh, uh, six years newer. Yeah. So you'll have to tell me about my parking brake later. Right. I got you. Um, so, uh, so uh, and then all of a sudden, like, almost everything shuts off and the doors start locking and unlocking. So, like, all four doors are going click, 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 click. What is going on with this car? And then, like, almost everything shuts off except for a couple of things. And then the doors start, keep doing the locking thing. Right. And so, uh, naturally, I kind of freak out <laughs> and uh, I can't get out of the car. So you're not trapped in your own door. I am trapped in the car because the door handle is not a handle. It's a button. It's a little electric button. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the things that stopped working on the car. So now we are trapped in the car. The next are, you, are, you, are you on the boat yet? Or no, you? no. We're still second to last in line. So the boat shows up. I managed to get the window down. Um, that's one of the things that worked, but it rolled down like this. Like click, 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 click. It was, uh, it's so bizarre. 
And uh, so uh, I managed to wave people past. We're trapped inside the car. Like, I'm thinking maybe I'm just going to have to climb out the window. And you're in there with your wife, right? Yes. And two dogs. And two dogs. And two dogs. Are you blocking the entrance from yeah. the cars trying to get no, out of so the No, so I, I managed to wave people by. It wasn't, right. it wasn't okay. that bad. Uh, but we missed that boat. And finally, so I get on the phone with the, uh, with the dealership, and I'm like, uh, you know, my car is having an absolute meltdown. You know, I can't even get out of the car. The guy's like, oh, God. Uh, what, sounds what, to me like you're going to well, die yeah, in there. Yeah, that sounds good luck. That sounds tough. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, cool. See ya. <laughs> no, so, uh, so he goes, what were you doing when, uh, when the car started to have its, its meltdown? I said, you know, I was just sitting here working. We're in line for the ferry. He was like, ah, hang on a second. I think I know what's going on. He puts me on hold. He comes back like two minutes later. Uh, tells me how to get out of my car, which I can do. Apparently, that push button handle also pulls out and has a manual handle to it. Oh, had no idea. Learned something new about the car. Not trapped in the car anymore. He goes, dude, uh, your battery's dead. You need to jump. Oh, that's, that's it. a little oh, that? What? What? <laughs> but yeah. you can't get so, out of your car. It never would have occurred to me that the battery had died because, first of all, this car has like an 800 pound battery in it. Right. First of all. And second of all, we weren't sitting there for very long. Third of all, some stuff was still on, just not all of the stuff. And you couldn't turn the car on. Uh, but turns out uh, these cars have, like, the batteries that run the accessories when the engine isn't on. It's like this teeny tiny thing. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, if you sit and listen to the radio for 10, 15 minutes in that car, you'll drain the battery. You've got to like, be kidding that's something you should. What? That's something you should definitely tell people when right. they buy these cars. Like, hey, just a heads up, if you're sitting in line for the ferry, don't listen to the radio. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'll be damned. So, and then you can't just jump the car because, you know, there's no, like, car battery uh, no terminals right. so he had to like walk me through how to jump the car you gotta open the fuse box under the hood and there's like this little tiny dock and you pull a piece of plastic off and there's like a little a little tiny metal piece that sticks out and then you clip so that's the positive and you clip the negative onto the body of the car and you can actually jump it yeah so, so. You, you ended up getting a jump I ended up getting a jump and from uh, yourself so, but it was 45 minutes of pure pandemonium and then is it all like, is it all like electric I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. So when you get on no, the my car, no, yeah. no, it's a plug-in hybrid. So it's okay. got a, it's got a gas motor too, but I couldn't even get that to turn on. Jesus Christ! Because the battery, the battery was dead. <laughs> the, not 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 the battery that that runs the electric motor, but the battery that turns no. on the gas motor. You, I mean, it was just. So, so you, oh my you get a jump and you drive onto the ferry. Finally, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, are you worried when you turn yes. off the car? Yes. That you're going to yes, be sitting right on a, there, especially on a boat, won't fire up on again? a boat that size, because yeah. I would block people. Everyone, right. would, everyone yes. would be trapped on the boat at that point. Because guess what? <laughs> I'm first in line now, so I would have been oh, in front of no. everyone on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemonium. Pandemonium. What kind of car is it? That's a question we're getting on the uh, text line. It is, a, uh, it is a 2023 Lexus NX 450H+. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. It's a big mouth. Yeah, so it's a plug-in hybrid. It gets 40 miles on a charge, and then it's a regular hybrid after that. Right. So you sort of get the best of both worlds. So for me, my commute's short. Like, I never have to put gas in the thing unless I go to Guemis Island and then uh, <laughs> let it die sitting at the ferry dock. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Good times. Unless, <laughs> but now you unless, understand your car yeah, better. You know what? You learn things, and sometimes you learn them the hard way. Have you looked at your instruction manual since then? Oh, it's no, not just I did, buy, I, did buy, I did buy a battery jumper. Uh, that day, we, we put it in our uh, checkout on Amazon before we even got on the boat. It was in the back of the car and charged <laughs> by the end of the day. Damn. All right. <laughs> also, because this will happen again. And oh, the guaranteed. pressure of the ferry line. Oh, yeah. It's just, bro- I've been in a car that stalled out and you just, you feel like a jackass. So the dude, the dude at the Lexus, yeah. the dude at the Lexus dealership, he was like, look, the last, t- the reason I know this <laughs> is because the last time this happened to somebody, they were on the Kingston Edmonds Ferry, and the guy rode it back and forth nine 
times before we figured out what was going on. <laughs> nine, nine times. Yeah, that's oh, a forty. Yeah. That's a forty-five minute. F- yeah, but he, he was, was on that boat for a long. But time. he was trapped in his car. On no, the so he, he managed he to get, get out of the car. car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's smarter than me, apparently. But they couldn't figure out what was up with the car, so he wrote it back and forth nine times. <laughs> I bet he ate dinner there. I bet he ate breakfast. Have. You know, I wonder if they charge you for the trip back and forth each time. Right. They probably do. I was trapped in my car. He was trapped on the boat. Damn. That is a good question. Does the ferry keep charging you? Like, dude, I can't no, move my car. Because, no, because once you're on there, they just assume you get off. Right. They assume right. you do, but There's clearly. There's no backup plan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I they mean, don't know that. Yes, they do. They might know there's a stalled vehicle on the car, but right. they're not, not going to come and beat you down. The person from cash. the ticket office comes, gets on the boat, like, hey, uh, you owe us another $35. Right, right. Because you're going back. Oh, you again? That's another $35. <laughs> you're like eating dinner upstairs now? Yeah. yeah. Bag of chips yeah. and some yeah. boat meat. You got some boat meat? Yeah. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> So there Good you go. Trapped Good. in the car. Good All times. right. <laughs> you live and you learn. I know. I don't think I've ever been trapped in a car. No. No. I mean, I felt like it when I was a kid on long distance drives. Right. But I'm trying. I, I, I have the time. You know where I feel trapped more than anywhere? When you go out on somebody's boat. And I know that's not really relevant to the question, but I'm, I'm telling you what, man. That is the worst thing in the world because once you're out there, you are out there. There's, yeah. And that's it's, it. It's like going to the boom at Seafair. Once you get out there, man, just know. You're probably not going to get back for a while, even if you have an emergency. Whatever the deal is, yeah. You, if you're out there in Long Boom, you're you're committed to the whole day. You're there. That is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I remember going out on people's sailboats. Like, how long have we been out here? Like, oh, three, four hours. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, can we please go back? Really, three or four hours? Okay, three or four is not that bad for a boat. Well, he said it was just going to be a little afternoon stroll around the, you know, around the, uh, the Puget Sound. He said he made it seem like just a couple hours out there, and we'll be back, and then we get on the other side, and basically the three wind, or four is fine. The wind. You're talking about the Log Boom and stuff. You're talking about no, the out there. Day. Right, you're talking eight hours. Right, at yeah. least. Because I've done it, and mm-hmm. you're right. By the end of it, like, it's a friend of a friend. They had a ridiculous boat, yacht, or whatever. Like the owner, I was like, can I can I take a nap? <laughs> He's like, what? Like, is there a spot on here to take a nap, man? I've been drinking in the sun for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm tired. Go, we, got, we got across the sound, and the wind stopped. So that was right. part of the problem. We would have been back. Right. But we're just sitting there. And we're just watching these huge-ass cruise ships go by, which are amazingly big when you're on the yeah, water. Yeah, they're very, very see large. see how big they are. Yeah. It's like, wow. And we really couldn't move out of the way. He had a little controller, like, oh, a little, a little just engine. to try to get us out of the way. But it looked like they were coming right at us. I'm like, oh, we're going to die, man. Yeah. It, was a big Dis- <laughs> it was a big Disney, like, Mickey Mouse is just going to come and kill us. Right. <laughs> What uh, what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped? Two zero six eight zero three. Rob. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. 
Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Here's a place you know to be stuck. A cattle farmer named Colin Devereaux has been recovering for the past month after being attacked by a 10-foot saltwater crocodile in Australia's Northern Territory. Mm-hmm. He's fortunate to be alive. He was attacked, uh, attacked while fixing a fence near the Finnis River. Incident occurred when he stopped to observe a fish out of water. A billabong is a branch of a river made by flooding. He noticed a fish was struggling in the middle of the billabong. So he got out to investigate. It was at that point that the crocodile attacked his ass. Uh, estimated to be 2.5 feet. Uh, quite a formidable predator, they say. The water had receded. It was down in this dirty water in the middle of a puddle. I took two steps and the dirty bastard latched onto my right foot. He went on to describe the crocodile attack, telling ABC it was a big grab and he shook me like a rag doll and took off back into the water, pulling me in. Uh, I jerked back on his eyelid. Uh, Speaking with a news outlet from the hospital, he explained how biting the crocodile in its eye stopped the attack. Yeah, I bet it did. I was in an awkward position, but by accident, my teeth caught his eyelid. It was pretty thick, like holding on to leather. But I jerked back on his eyelid, and he let go. I then leapt away and took off with great steps up to where my car was. The crocodile chased him for another 15 feet up to his car. Oh, God. So once he got to his vehicle... You he, bit my eye, bitch! He was able to use a towel and a rope to create a uh, makeshift, uh, makeshift tourniquet to stop the bleeding. Now, he did survive the bite uh, during the attack. That was just step one. His brother then had to drive him over 80 miles to the nearest hospital. Once there, now you have to worry about a few things. The bacteria from the crocodile's mouth had already gotten into his wounds and made it nasty. Devereaux told uh, the news station the bacteria then became the most pressing concern of keeping him alive. Yeah, yeah. He said the biggest problem was having to clear out all of the bad bacteria from the wound. So the billabong water full of mud, goose s, duck s, and crocodile teeth marks. He went on to say the wound had to be opened. For 10 days in the hospital just to continue to flush it out to ensure that the bacteria was getting cleaned out. After that, then they did a skin graft and he began feeling his toes once again. You know, I, I don't know. I've never been attacked by a saltwater crocodile. And all things being equal, I would like to keep it that way. I'm just wondering through all of that, what do you think a crocodile eyelid tastes like? like I'm telling you, man. In the moment, you know, you're doing what you're doing because you're trying to survive. I get it. But at some point, you're like, bro. I know my brother's driving me to the hospital. Like, tell me you have a breath mint. Like, I cannot explain to you what well, a crocodile you're, you're, you're eyelid you're, you're, tastes like in my mouth. Your dad's theory involves fire. Now, at this point, I've already been pulled underwater. So even though if I have a lighter in my pocket, it's not going to do me any good. He's not going lighter. It goes flame. So I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going back to my original technique of I'm going for the eyeballs. If you don't have fire, yeah, I'd recommend going for the eyes. Yeah. On any animal. I mean, I, sure. I, I, and I know sharks have a covering, too. That they that they bring down so that they do not get injured by. But most things they grab predators. do not have arms and fists. So you got to just stick your finger in there, man. Start yeah. digging it out. That, that would be my. I target. agree a thousand percent. What uh, what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped? Two zero six eight zero three rock. I'd grip his head and use my thumbs. I think I just use whatever's available. Bobby, you're probably right, but in my head. Oh, in your head, I'm you're gripping always his cooler. head, and I'm yeah. Like in using my, my mind, being attacked by a saltwater crocodile, and there's a hundred witnesses. I look so cool when I do this thing of thumb and eyeballs. The truth is, I look like a bitch and I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. No doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, I'd be panicked. 
You you should be. Ted, this is a good time to panic. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch my breath. Calm. Relax. What did we talk about, Ted? I'm being attacked by a saltwater croc. In. Out. Right. You don't think rationally when you panic. <laughs> Are you hungry? Hello, Jason. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, I had an injury in my neck. I woke up one morning and my right arm had curled in and my fingers were pointed down towards my chest. Wait a minute. So, your arm... I couldn't move. Is that, is, I that couldn't like a, move. I, I, is that like a stroke? I lost control of my arm because I had a vertebra, uh, a disc between C3 and C4. It had herniated and then it slipped and it was laying on the nerve that controlled my arm. Oh, man. So... I got up in the morning, and I just bought a bunch of brand-new tools that night, so I got up in the morning all excited to open them with my daughter because she was over for the weekend, and I couldn't use my arm. And my brother and one of my buddies were over, and they're like, dude, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, nah, it's just cramped out. It'll be fine. But how long so had it been like this when you're saying it's just cramped out? I went to bed that night, and I was eating dinner just fine, and I woke up. It had done it in my sleep. I woke up and I couldn't move my arm. That's a weird so, feeling. It's a really weird feeling. And one of my, my buddy was over brought up. He goes, you might've had a stroke, bro. So I was like, okay, well that's not cool. So I went into the hospital and the doctor or the nurse in triage saw my arm and I told her what was going on. They immediately threw me in a wheelchair and wheeled me through the doors in, in front of everybody. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, you're in stroke protocol right now. You may be experiencing a stroke or you may have just recently had one, but we need to get you in and get CTs and MRIs done because we need to see how much damage has been done because we can reverse it or stop it right now. All right. So that set me for a loop. I'm like, stroke protocol, I'm 35 years old. This is five years ago. I was like, I'm 35 years old. I'm, I didn't have a stroke. So I'm in the hospital, three CTs, two MRIs. Five hours later, they finally come in and they go, okay, you didn't have a stroke. I was like, well, that's good news. What happened? And they explained to me that the disc had herniated and it slipped out of between the vertebrae and was laying on the nerve and it was impeding it. And that's why I lost complete control of my arm. I was paralyzed. Damn. So, so wow. how, quick, yeah. how quickly were you put into surgery? I wasn't. Here's the thing is they, they had neurosurgeons uh, on the phone calling in. They were going to transport me. And they were going to put me under the knife within a couple hours. And are you freaking and out I'm, at this point? Oh, yeah. I was freaking out bad because I got my daughter at my house. Well, I had to call her mom, which my ex. I had to call her mom. She came and picked her up, brought her to the hospital. And then she called one of my best friends to come in and so they could sit with me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to go get neck surgery. And... Because all the doctors are like, yeah, you're going in under the night emergency surgery right now. Because if we don't get the pressure off this nerve, you could be paralyzed and locked out that way for the rest of your life. Jesus. So this gal that ran a physical therapy clinic, um, she overheard what was going on. And she came in and checked my neck out. And she goes, it's not that pressing. Give me a few days with him and see if we can get any kind of sensation back in his arm. Let's try not to put him under the knife. So I went in that night for a physical therapy session with her. And then I went in the next morning and then went home and rested, went back that night. 
And within three days, I got movement in my fingers. So she's like, okay, well, I think I can get you back to normal, but it's going to take some extensive physical therapy. So I went through four months of extensive physical therapy until I started getting mobility back in my arm. I bet that's cheap. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, real cheap. Um, But I didn't have to go to the knife, which was good. And I'm back to 100% now. But they had me on some really heavy anti-inflammatories and steroids and then just extensive physical therapy. But uh, I'm back at 100 now, five years later. So How, how I much do you assume that you had to miss four months of work with this? Oh, yeah, I was out for five months. Right. Unless you're a pimp. I got, if you're a pimp, right? then that, that's a good look for you as you stroll down the street. But, yeah, otherwise. I can just hold the cane up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right. man. Be that yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, no, I was five months out of work uh, before I got cleared for light duty, and I build custom homes, so there's really no light duty in that. Um, Let's say you had bought tools, what, the night before, so I'm figuring you don't do a job that's light duty. Right, yeah. But I think the funniest part of it was is uh, I'm locked out, and I'm I'm trying to get myself dressed. Uh, My brother's helping me get a new clean shirt on and uh, buckle my belt for me, and my daughter was six at the time seven um she's walking around the house with her right arm curled in going everyone fears the t-rex <laughs> wow <geez. laughs> All right, I mean, just old enough how, to uh, innocently insult you how yeah. much uh how much weight did you gain on those steroids uh i think i put on like 17 pounds yeah that's that's, that's pretty pr- and, and you have a hard time pooping with that stuff too yeah it, it really locks you out but uh Luckily, my uh, I was going to go home and just recuperate and go to physical therapy for my house. But my my friend that was there, she's like, no, you're coming and staying with me. And I'm going to take you to physical therapy appointments. Make sure that you do your exercises. I'm cooking for you. I'm going to make sure that you're taken care of. So now you right handed or left handed? I'm ambidextrous, which is actually a wow. Plan. Okay, nice. Because I was going to ask about wiping your ass, which always sounds stupid. Until you're in a no, position where you have to use your non-dominant hand to wipe your ass. It is an unbelievably yeah. difficult thing to do uh, thoroughly, I guess is the best way you to You end up it. making more of a mess. You do, man, because I'm, I'm yeah. left-handed, but I busted up my wrist a couple of years ago. And I didn't give it much thought. You know, I'm like, ah, let's put slip-on shoes, blah, blah, blah. First time I took a dump and I had to wipe my ass. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I had to sit mm-hmm. there for five minutes to figure out how to how to pull Damn. this off. And you just want well, to clean the, ass. The hardest part. The hardest part was showering. Yeah, yeah, all so, of that. But, luck, but luckily, my friend, she's like, I got you. So she was helping me get undressed, get in the shower. She's helping me get clean. Now, was she that me- kind of friend, or did you guys just have to get over the fact that a plutonic friend is going to be seeing you naked plenty? Uh, really long-term friend um, and smoking hot. <laughs> oh, you're not really answering the question. Yeah, no, 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 no. Did you? Did yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She probably yeah. used. She probably used like a you know washcloth, right? Just to make sure she didn't have to touch anything. No, it was no. She didn't. It, she didn't pay no never mind to it. Um, it was kind of it was reciprocated because uh, she went through emergency surgery because her appendix ruptured, and this was about a year prior, and I was going over there and doing work on her house, just helping maintain it because she's single mom. Um, really, like I said, really long-term friend, really good friend. And I had to help her in and out of the shower and the bath. And it was just like, you know what? We're adults. 
this is no big deal. Yeah, but also you said she's out. smoking hot. See, there's a yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she thinks you're smoking hot, that's one thing. If she's just like, no, this is just my buddy. I don't find him attractive. If she has to see her wet well, naked. You, on the other hand, are like, I'm here to help, baby. I mean, you look fantastic. Here's the problem. is It's like, okay, she'd wash my back for me and everything, and then turn around, and she'd work down for my shoulders, and as soon as she'd hit my ribs, it would just go from 6 to midnight. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. Like, I'm so sorry. I have another erection. I can't. Oh, no. No, I apologize the first time. She goes, you have absolutely nothing to be sorry about. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. All right. All right. And? Nah, so and that's, 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 you're nicer than me. Hey, one no. question about your arm, man. So you could not physically move your arm or fingers. My penis is so dirty. But if someone else grabbed your arm, could they move it for you? Or was it they just locked it in place? They they could move it a little bit. They could They could straighten it about, I don't know, 45% straight. And then it would it would spring back. Because the nerve, the nerve had locked out the muscles in that position. Oh, dang! So you could stretch them out, but it would pull back immediately. So did it That's just kind of snap back into place, or what? What ultimately was? I know you're doing physical therapy, but this is, this are these are bones. So how does that get it, off the nerve? How does that? How does that work? It, well, it was the disc. It wasn't the oh, the, oh, the disc. The, okay. Yeah. So it was the the anti-inflammatories and the steroids, and it was massive neck therapy and arm therapy. And what it was doing is it was allowing that thing to um, shrink back down and just my body naturally massage it back into place and take the pressure off that nerve. And the more pressure was coming off that nerve, the more I was getting mobility out of my arm. Okay. All right. Hey, Jason, before we let mm-hmm. you go, uh, people are disappointed and disgusted with me because I did not ask you the question that I should have asked you was, which hand did you masturbate with and how successful were you? He's ambidextrous. I know he's ambidextrous, but you said it was still hard to wipe your ass. And he had a very good friend. It, yes. it, it, it wasn't my hand. Have you ever... Uh, I feel like you're just dancing around this. So I mean, what did you do? Rub your body up and down on a door jam? I mean, it had to be the, the, like said, gr- that girl helping. There, there was a couple that would come and help. All right. You know what? Based on this story alone, I'm going to lock my arm into place. Don't you worry. I just can't move my arm, ladies. <laughs> there is other ways to do it on your own. I had a buddy that uh, spent a little time in prison, and he said he got good at just rubbing his thighs together in a certain way and tucking. <laughs> All right. I feel like that almost be more obvious. I don't want right? to tuck If I'm in, in the jail cell across from you, right? Like, Ted, I know what you're doing, man. Just break it out, turn your back mm-hmm. to me, and, and handle your business. I I'm know always impressed. I mean, I, I already like the guy, but like when he tells me that, I'm like, damn. Did he did he teach you the methodology, or is it just something he figured out? He figured it out, but I mean, he had to spend, you know, his, he got a lot of free time. I know, but I feel like if I learned that trick right in jail, uh, you know, and I have a kid who's going to be a teen soon, like, listen, boy, I'm going to give it to you straight. You're going to have an erection for like six solid years of your life, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's called teen years, and you're going to sit in class, and this erection's going to show up. I learned from Ted's friend. If you just rub your thighs together while you're sitting there in class, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can alleviate some of that tension and no one will notice. Life truly finds a way. It, man. it does. Oh, yeah. I would say, like, if I lost both of my arms. Finds a way. Because masturbation mm-hmm. to me is so important. It's so fun. It's such an awesome thing to do. Like, like all right, babe, listen, let's buy some carpeting. But we got to put it vertically on the wall. And oh. it, look, man, like, sorry. This is, like I said, it's either that or slide down the stairs in a forward position. What uh, what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped? 206 803 Why do you live in an eight story house? I just sl- Make sure you get the shag carpet. Yeah, it has to be shag carpet. <laughs> just kind of mm-hmm. bounce up and down a little bit, you know? That's my philosophy. Hello, Willie. Welcome to the men's room. 
Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. How you doing, boys? Doing great, man. Thank you. All right. So this just recently happened to me and uh, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine. We went to uh, to England, to uh, London. And I've got now. Pardon me? And I've got now. <laughs> That's the first thing you should scream when you go to England. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this all about then? Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so, oh, come so, yeah, on, you uh, old hag. <laughs> <laughs> don't yell at any of this if you go to London. Yeah, just don't. Just be nice and say hello. Skinless bangers. <laughs> oh, football's yeah. the real football. <laughs> All right, so you're in London. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, we spent some time in, in Ireland, and but our last night in London, as we were about to to come home, we had rented a car for the day. Uh, we were staying in Whitechapel, the the uh, Halloween the for the Halloween tour of the Jack the Ripper tour. Anyway, uh, and our our car rental place was literally right around the corner from where we were staying at. So uh, when we got back into town, it was like seven thirty at night. Of course, the rental place is closed. We leave the car right in front across the street, right in front of the the rental car place, and took photographs of the car just to make sure some of these, you know, some damage could happen to the car overnight because we weren't inside of the enterprise rental car. Uh, so went to dinner, went to, uh, back to our place, had to get up early in the morning to catch our flight back to the States, back to Portland, walk around the corner in the morning, seven thirty in the morning. And there's a police car in front of the rental car. And I, my first thought was, did I, did I park illegally? Am I getting a parking ticket or whatever? I go into the rental place. A fella comes out with the key to inspect the vehicle. Officer gets out of the car, or they're called constable. The constable gets out of the car and uh, informs me that the car had been involved in a crime. <laughs> <laughs> and he needs to uh, ask, you know, the whole story. When did you get here? When are you leaving? When did you drop the car off? Just all the rigmarole. Told him the whole story. We had dinner over here. We dropped the car off here. I, I took pictures. Oh, can we see the pictures? Absolutely. Show him all the pictures. He keeps us there for two hours waiting for the detective because only the detective can really uh, finalize this. But he, he tells me that I said, well, the first thing I said was, well, what about the CCTV? You got cameras all over the place because he said that the car was involved in a crime. A woman had been spiked or drugged and this car was somehow involved. And, and that's all he would really tell me at that point. And I said, what about the CCTV? Oh, the CCTVs, that's the thing about those things. They're, they're, the resolution is so low. They're really kind of useless. <laughs> and, and they're just for looks. And You should have uh, said, okay. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, try to cut it short. He says uh, that a woman had, had been drugged and... She had come to the police station early in the morning with photographs of this car with no memory of what had happened the night before. She had just woken up in the back seat of that car. Oh, that's a little heavy. So I had, uh, it appears that I had not locked the doors with the little fob, the button on the fob. I had gotten out of the car and walked away and not locked it. And so that's what, so what happened overnight. Yeah, after so obviously after we dropped off the car, somewhere in the middle of the night, between that and, and 5 a.m. or whatever, 
this had happened. So that's what they finally tell me. They've, you know, they're not forthcoming until they know that we're probably not uh, involved in this. And then he tells me, yeah, a woman was drugged. She was running through the streets looking to hide or escape this assailant is what they called him. And she opened up the car door, dove in as a place to hide out. Okay. Uh, shut the door and hid. That's so, Jesus, man. That's, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a weird thing. Oh, yeah. Hear. We're going to go to Europe. It'll be fun. What, uh, what part of you got grabbed, stuck, or trapped? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.